Today's episode was sponsored by Cardia Advisory Group. They are a diversity, equity, and inclusion consulting firm that helps brands and organizations navigate on how they can be more inclusive and diverse within the workspace. You can sign up today for a 20-minute free introductory consultation at Cardia, K-A-R-D-I-A, Austin.com. Hey, everyone. I have my friend, award-winning travel blogger and content creator, Monet Hambrick from The Traveling Child. She is going to be giving you life and showing you how, even as a mother with two kids, that you can travel the world, build a business, and build a brand that is world-class. So I'm excited to have her on the show today, and she's going to drop some gems, so get ready. Like always, please share this with with a friend or a family member that might need to be inspired, but also leave us a comment and a review. Just a reminder, this was recorded live on Instagram Live, so the audio might be a little wonky, but it will be clear. So get ready. Here we go. Enjoy the show. Uh, Today we have an amazing guest with us. Her name is Monet. She is the owner and operator of The Traveling Child. We'll talk more about it in a second. Uh, But yeah, I'm so glad that we have Monet on today. She's a content creator. She is a guru when it comes down to producing some high quality, valuable content. And she's just literally, I think I talked to you so much, like we actually talk a lot, Uh, but she's a really good friend of mine. And I had to get her on because I know she has gems and nuggets that will be so beneficial if you're trying to grow your audience uh, and just even when it comes down to content. So welcome, Monet. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. Of course, of course. I'm glad that you're here. You know what, Monet? I'm just going to start right off the bat. I want to know, tell the people, uh, what inspired you to start The Traveling Child? It was actually my friend Paula's idea. I I honestly thought it was dumb. (laughs) She, when I was, um, right when I had had Kennedy, we were actually planning a trip. We were going to Columbia. She was going to be 10 weeks old. And my friend had came, my friend Paula had came over and we were talking. So she's like, you should really start an Instagram about your travels with the girls. And I was like, no, nobody wants to see that. She was like, no, seriously, Monet, like you've been traveling with Jordan, like since she was born. Now you're going to like, you're going on an international destination with your second child at 10 weeks old. There are so many parents that, think travel is impossible once they have kids you know you see all these articles that are like oh make sure you travel before you have kids because once you do your life is over and all these other things and she's like i've seen you like look how many places you've gone with jordan look how many places you've gone with jordan while pregnant with kennedy like i think it would be powerful for other you know parents or people that want to be parents that want this life but think that it's impossible so i was like Okay, I thought about it for a few weeks, and I was like, all right, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Um, right. I just didn't want people to be like, oh, you're just trying to show off, like, oh, look at me and my family, you know? But I really wanted to make sure it was, like, educational, and that I was providing tips and making it easier for parents to do the same thing that we're doing if that's something that they were interested in. So, quick question for you, just on top of that. What were you doing before? Did you actually have, like, a, like a nine-to-five before you got into this? Oh, of course. Yes. Um, I still uh, 
have these degrees around here that I don't use. Um, so I actually majored in sports management. When I graduated, I was working um, from grad school. I was working for the Oakland A's for a little while, decided that I absolutely hated working in baseball. So I actually was a recruiter. Um, at first, I was recruiting architects and interior de designers in New York City. When we moved to Florida, um, I actually worked for Royal Caribbean, um, uh, hiring the entertainment staff on board the ships. Um, and then in 2018, October 2018 was when I decided to move from that and do this full time, which I still pinch myself every day, like, how is this even possible? But yes, that's what I was doing before this. Do you, y'all, did y'all hear that? <laughs> what? The moment I am so blown right now because I did not know you did all that. And so to even go from that and transition over uh, to a full-time content creator, um, just real quick, like, like, can you, can you give us like, like what made you just be like, you know what, I'm going for it. Honestly, for me, it's just like, especially having kids, like not saying that people without kids don't have these same aspirations, but like, I, well, one moment for me especially was like, my daughter, she was, my oldest daughter, she was in pre-K at the time. So obviously not like something like super extravagant, like your college or high school graduation. But I remember she had um, a ceremony for her preschool graduation. And, you know, I, of course, you have to ask your boss if you can go to things. So I asked my boss and she was like, it's fine. Like you can go and but she's like, but we have a meeting with the new like VP of our department that day. So you have to come back at this time because mm, we're having lunch yeah. here. So I go, like, I'm there for the ceremony, but then afterwards they have a lunch for the parents. And I couldn't stay because I had to go to work and it's like 30 minutes away from home to go to this meeting. So Jordan is like begging me to stay. She's like, but all the other parents are staying. And yeah. like, my, mom, my mom came, but still it was like, she was asking me to stay, you know? And like, I just basically tried, I tried my best not to cry in front of her, but like, you know, tearing up like, wow. Sure. So, so then I left, I drove all the way to downtown Miami um, this new VP sat with us for maybe five minutes and then was like, oh, she has another meeting that she has to go to and left. So I left something that my daughter thought was extremely important to have to go to the office for this meeting for this person to leave. And for me, it was just like missing out on those moments and having to like ask someone like, hey, my child is sick. Can I take them to the doctor? Like, you know, like I understand it's a reality for so many people. I live that life. But for me, yeah. that was like, okay, I need to, what can I do to push myself even further to be able to work for myself? So the only person I have to ask is me, Come on. <laughs> you know, because I, I want to be there for those, you know, those moments for them as much as I can. So yeah. that was just like, I guess the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, and wow, wow. And just like that work-life balance um, and then just deciding like, hey, I want to actually not let like other influences like dictate my life, but I want to be able to take my life into my own hands. And I feel like that's the same thing I've done. So so with that, it's what, two, you said October 2018? October 2018. So October 2018, like talk us through October 2018 to now, like, like, do you think you would have amassed this amount of like, 
following and working with all these different brands? Like, did you actually think that could this this was a possibility and you would be where you're at today? I mean, you always dream, yes, <laughs> but you never really imagine. I mean, even when I quit, I was terrified. Like, I had two of my friends that were like, oh, you should do it. My mom was like, oh, you should do it. It's the perfect time. My husband was like, yeah, you should do it. And I'm like, um... First of my friends, I was like, y'all gonna pay my mortgage if this don't work out? Because y'all talking about you should just do this. <laughs> you should just do this. Um, but I will say that, like, the work that you do before leading up to that moment is what catapults you into being successful. I was doing all the things. I was making all the sacrifices. And at that point, I honestly, once I quit, I realized that that job was holding me back because there's no way I could be where I am now if I was still working there. Yeah. And it's crazy because like two weeks after I quit, I got the biggest campaign I had ever gotten before. And to me, it was kind of like a sign like, oh, you let something go and then you can prosper in the things that you really want to do. So I think a lot of times it's it's very nerve wracking, but you have to trust yourself. You have to trust the process. You have to trust the hard work that you you put in because none of this is luck. I mean, obviously there's lucky people, but I can say like I stopped driving to, to work every day and I took um, the commuter bus so I can work on my blog to and from work. I did not take like a regular lunch breaks i was wow. working through my lunch break when i needed equipment or something to better my business i remember one time like i like it was for a while but like i had like peanut butter sandwiches at work like eating for lunch and i remember this one person like tried to play me and was like you're 30 years old and you're eating a peanut butter sandwich and i'm like yeah i'm saving my money for something else like i bring my lunch to work yeah. so i can save money Things happen in life when you have kids and a family the night before. I didn't get to make like a proper meal. So in the morning it was, you're make, you're choosing to make that sacrifice. I'm going to make this peanut butter sandwich that I have at home or I'm going to go to work yeah. and I'm spending $25 on lunch um, that I can use towards something for myself. So it's just trusting the process and realizing you've put all this hard work into something. Like yeah. root those benefits. Um, and it's hard sometimes, I feel like, especially like for me, like as a first generation American immigrant child, like to come and like be like, oh, you can do this. You know, it's like, this is why your parents moved here and all these things, but it's still kind of like, is this real life? Like these types of lives, they don't happen to people like me, like, you know, but it's like right. trusting that process and make and normalizing people like me being able to have this type of success. And, and, and Monet, the one thing that I love so much about like what it is that you're doing is the fact like I call you to me, you're literally incognito. You're James Bond. Like you are doing so much on the back end that people don't even know that you got going on. Like your grind, your, your focus. And actually you were the first person I like we met at a um, at a conference, Travel Con. Like three years ago, and I actually interviewed her. Did nothing with that interview, and that was my first time even going up to somebody who's like, "Hey, can I interview you?" Never did anything with it. I should try to find that video, but I knew I saw you while you were even at that conference. How you were just like grinding, like you was over there introducing yourself, meeting people, and that's one thing that it takes even as a travel blogger. Uh, for what we do as our profession is that it's about the networking, it's about the sacrifice and things like that as well. 
with, with all that being said, what are some uh, of the mistakes or obstacles that you've had to overcome through this journey since starting? Ooh, I would say like, Mm. saying yes to too many things sometimes and like this has been my like my word for 2020 was bold and now my wow. word for 2021 I think it's going to be no um but the reason why is because I feel like sometimes especially as entrepreneurs like we're trying to succeed so much because like we you know it's like okay, that means I have to go back and like get the job that I had before or, you know, you get used to like a certain lifestyle and it's like going back and not that it would be a failure because anything that you've accomplished is a success. But sometimes I feel like because of the industry that we're in and the pressures that we have, it's kind of like, oh, I have to say yes to all these things um, because I never know when the next thing is coming up. But that is how people in this industry get burnt out. Um, and I feel like sometimes I said yes to um brands or something where like they were pushing for extra deliverables and like i knew that it really wasn't worth what they were paying but it was just like i want to work with them so bad so i'll just accept it but then ending up regretting that in the in the long run and i think um oftentimes we we want to succeed so much and we want to work with all these different types of people that we sell ourselves short um yeah. and for me now i'm like no i'm not gonna sell myself short like i'm gonna like i know my worth and i'm going to push back and yes i am super thankful for the brands that want to work with me but at the same point like i can't spread myself so thin and give so much of myself when it's not reciprocated so me just learning to say no me learning to push back like um and i would say also like when you when you start with that a lot of times you're so focused on, oh my God, someone wants to work with me. It's like not learning the legal aspects and like the terminology that are put into contracts. And that stuff is really important because we can end up giving away things that we shouldn't because we don't Ooh. understand that. So um, I would say that and also learning when to delegate. Like I'm a control freak. I know that. I know that. <laughs> And thanks to you, I finally have an intern. Yes. Um, but it took me way too long to be like, you know what, sis? Yeah. You do everything by yourself. All Come on. the time. You need help. So yes. it's learning that balance of like when to bring some help on, when to delegate and like release control and understand it will be okay. Oh my gosh. And we have somebody coming on. We have Evie coming on uh, in, in a, another podcast on Friday. And she's going to talk about building a team. And that if it wasn't for Evie, I don't think I would be in this place to even tell you to even go get an intern. So like well, Evie is because this intern is life. <laughs> it's so much better. Like I met with my babies today, man. It was so much fun. I had I really I really enjoy them. Hey, so real quick, so you talked about brands. Uh you talked about like working with them and then like even the ones that you didn't work with, but still like, what is it like working with the brand? I know people are, like, asking because I know that there's some people out there that are, are just getting into the game and they're trying to get their first brand deal. Like, what is it like working with a brand? It's exciting. It's nerve-wracking. It's all these things because it's like, you know, you work so hard to work with the brand and then the brand actually wants to work with you and then you're like, oh, my God, I have to, like, 
I have to perform so well, you know, it's that pressure now because it's like, you're not just doing this for fun. Like, yes, it's fun, but you're also doing this to represent them. So it's just like making sure that you are on top of everything and listen, like life is hard. Like things come up, like, believe me, I had dropped the ball before, like we've all done it. Yeah. Um, trying to communicate with them as much as possible and apologizing if something goes wrong. Um, but it's life and none of us are perfect. So like yeah. trying not to dwell on those moments and just learning from them um, for the next partnership that you work on. Um, but really just like being transparent for me personally, like a lot of stuff is done through email, but I like hopping on the phone with people who are getting a call because to me, that's building that relationship and long-term relationships when you're working with brands, I feel like are the best, both for the brand and for you as a creator, because, you know, it speaks to your community when you're constantly talking about something that you're truly passionate about. Yeah. You're going to get the best ROI and so is the brand. So it's exciting to work with brands. Um, you definitely learn a lot. Um, and also realizing that every brand is not for you and like you need, it's okay to say no. And if you're accepting everything that's coming your way, you're probably accepting way too much because there's no way that everything is perfect for you. Totally, totally. And, and, and y'all, Monet has worked with some really big brands, like straight up, like some of the people, they're like household name brands. And I remember when I first met her and, and then I got on her page and I was like, oh, 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 she's, uh, uh, she's doing everything. What? This is incredible. But I'm telling you, it, it also comes back down to your niche. Uh, it also comes down to the quality of content that makes brands want to work with you. Um, and, and so my one question is like, what, like what drives this hustle that you have? Um, I'm Jamaican. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I've had a job since I was like 13 years old. When I was a senior in high school, I worked an actual full-time job. Like I worked 40 hours on top of taking classes at a community college because I was in a dual enrollment program. I had like six jobs in college. Um, Let me tell you how much I'm a hustler. One time I was extra broke in college and I won't say the person's name, but she knows who she is. (laughs) And she worked at a job and I didn't have a job at the time. And she wanted to go to the Orlando Classic and didn't have anyone to work for her. So I did not work at the company, Um, but I worked her shift at her job. She worked at an apartment building at the front desk. So I worked the shift at her job uh, so she can go and I can get paid. And then she would pay me cash from her paycheck. So that is um, probably illegal. Y'all don't know. I think it's too late now. Hopefully the statute of limitations have passed. But honestly, like, I think it's just the work ethic that, um, like my parents instilled in me. Um, I saw like my dad, he owns his own business as well. He's owned it for the past 20 years. And like, he used to work in communications. He, he served in the military and he worked in communications during like the 2000, uh, two-ish uh, recession. He lost his job. He was out of work. And then he just like completely switched industries and opened his own business. And I saw like wow. all the hard work and like effort that he put into that. So yeah, I think I just all, I've just 
I mean, I was an athlete. I played four sports in high school. So oh, I, I, I just, yeah, I just always been like I, that. I love it. And and one thing though, just for like cultural reference. So like when people say they're Jamaican, like it is the stigma. There's even SNL skits about it. Yes. But like, or not SNL, it was Color Purple. No, uh, what is it? Um, um, a li in Living Color. That's what it was. <laughs> But it was talking about like Jamaicans have like eight jobs. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I tried to like, well, I'd be like, no, uh, but then I grew nah. up around a whole bunch of Jamaicans because I'm Jamaicans because I'm from Florida, and yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah. They they work, they really do work hard, and I, I love it, and I really do. Um, so we are getting ready to wrap up, but I added something to this episode that I want to add to the rest of the episode, and so my last two questions is, talk, um. How about we give some words of encouragement? Uh, you know what? Let's stop. I'm actually going to go back it up. What uh, are you inspired to do, be, and have for 2021? Ooh, so for 2021, I would like to scale my business. Like I'm still working on releasing control and like building a team so I can be the most successful I can be. Like I have a children's book. It's supposed to be a series, yet I only have one book because... 2020 and I really want to write the second book um, and have that and and my community keeps asking for me to host group trips it was on my 2020 vision board but pandemic so that is something I would like to grow into um, in 2021 as well and and look at my book <laughs> thank you Jeff <laughs> I've been wanting to give a oh you know what I'll do it right now so the first person to DM me their uh their address i will send them a copy of this children's book it is such an amazing children's book i like it actually the first two people that can dm me do it after this though because i want y'all no go ahead just go there now it's fine yeah go there now and i'm gonna give away this uh two copies because i think i bought three of them so yeah uh i'm gonna give it away so just just say hey jeff i want a copy and those first two people on there will get a copy um, okay, and then we're going to end with, because that all sounds phenomenal, and I definitely know that you can do it. Let's do some words of encouragement. Um, or, yeah, I want you to just talk to the people real quick. Like, how, like, just inspire them or motivate them for 2021. Honestly, just, like, anything that you want to happen can happen if you put the work in, you know, I am a huge believer in manifestation. I have a vision board every single year um, and manifesting is great. And so are vision boards, but you just have to put in the work to do it. And yes. it is hard. Like I'm not here to tell you it's easy. As I said, like I was taking the bus to work so I could work on my blog to and from work. I was staying up until two o'clock in the morning after I put my kids to bed so I can work on my business because it was something that I was passionate about. Like, Things are going to happen, um, but like the moment you give up is the moment that tomorrow could have been the day that you got your Ooh. break. Ooh. So it's like just keep striving as long as it's something that you're passionate about. It will work out because yeah. you know, as they say, hard work beats talent any day. Because it's the people that don't give up who are the ones that are most successful. And like you know, being in this industry, stuff like there are tons of content creators, and there are people that like start and then like. All of a sudden, you just see that like their pages are 
are have are stagnant they stop and it's just because they've given up like my thing is like i am nobody special at all like i have zero background in photography in journalism in writing like in anything at yes. all just just being passionate about something you will continue to grow and learn like honestly i read my original like my first blog post and i cringe i'm like oh my god <laughs> i wrote that and then i'm like oh my god somebody thought this was helpful and it's like you know that's where sometimes it's like focusing just on the 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 education of the content that you're providing is better than a lot of times the delivery because the people that are trying to learn from you like they're not expecting you to be on like hbo level status right. like, no one is expecting that like be yourself and work up to that and don't think like you like I feel like so many people are like, oh, but the industry is so saturated or someone's doing so well. Okay, they did not start like that. Like no one in this industry started like at that level. We all work towards it. So just don't give up on yourself. And if it's something that you really want to do, like find classes or find different ways that you can improve on your craft. Um, yeah. And, you know, you find a pain point and you address it. Um, and the people that have that same pain point will find you and they'll be interested in your content whether it's the most like insta worthy or not or whether you have grammatical errors at first or not or whatever the case may be is you will you will grow um so just honestly never give up there are bad days um but the good days by far overshadow the bad ones and if it's something you want to do you will do it and you will be successful at it Yo, yo, what? That was so good. I, I'm definitely adding this to every episode now. Like, Monet started it because these podcasts and these IG lives are for you. I hope that you all can be inspired and, and to move into 2021 with, with just this zeal and this passion and creativity and just motivation. And we really do believe that. Monet, thank you so much for being here. Uh, go ahead and just let everybody know where they can like follow you at. Uh, yeah, please. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. So you can follow me on Instagram at the Traveling Child. I also just started a TikTok, also at the Traveling Child. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be covering this. I don't know. Do it, um, yes, yes. <laughs> and then my website is thetravelingchild.co. And as Jeff said, I do have a children's book. So if you're looking to get any Christmas gifts, holiday gifts for the kitties, it's a it's a great um, option. And I love your support. But thank you so much, Jeff, for having me. Thank you. Thank y'all so much for being here. Wasn't that awesome? Monet, thank you so much for coming on. And y'all, thank you for listening all the way through. Like always, please, please, please share this with a friend or somebody you know in your family that needs to hear this. Like always, we'll see you in the next episode.